0: Gracious God, we give you thanks for this day. We give you thanks for the first Sunday of Advent as we move from uh, this time and place to a small town so far from here, Bethlehem. Give us uh, feet for the journey and strength and heart and mind and soul that at the end of these four weeks we may behold the child who awaits us. Let's our time together and do this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you may enjoy the popcorn. I'm sure it's stale. Before I got sick, I was going to make, you know, the the microwave stuff and give everyone a fresh bag of it. But instead, I just went out and bought one of those big, (laughs) cheap things that (laughs) that (laughs) I'm sure it's really tasty, like more like styrofoam. Um, Welcome, good to have you here. Um we made the decision. We're going with the coloredized version today. These are the important matters we have to take care of before we begin. Um week one. We're we're moving uh, actually we're going to start at minute fifty-one of the movie. The movie's over two hundred minutes. Uh not I'm sorry, over two hours. Um and so we're we're going to try to set the scene a little bit before we, we move into the first scene. I was hoping that maybe we could like watch a half hour each week, but in order to get to the discussion places, we have to cut and paste. So, um, anybody remember what year this was made? Nineteen what? Nineteen forty six. Was it? How many were? How how many remember it being released? One, two, three honest people here. <laughs> there we go. It was, not a, um, it was not a financial success. It was actually a flop. Uh, it came out when, I guess, apparently, several other high, highly publicized movies came out. And it was an expensive movie to make because of what were, at the time, You know, special effects, uh, which will leave us less than amazed. But uh, nevertheless, uh, they are what they are. Um, It obviously has has grown more and more dear to to us as nineteen forty six has passed, and so we're we're um, we're going to remember that there is an angel. Uh, Who remembers his name? Clarence. And there's God. And Clarence is trying to do what? He's trying to earn his wings. He, um, He is called before God, who gives him an assignment. He is going to look after George, who is having a bad day. But in order to get Clarence to the point where he can go down and help George, he has to learn about George's life. And that's really where the movie starts. And if you'll remember, well, first of all, who has, seen, who has not seen it? One, two, okay, one, two, only two. Okay. You've seen the last half for every year since... All right. We'll, we'll do this really well then. Okay. <coughs> um, the movie starts with um, George and his little brother and their friends sledding. And they're going down a hill and onto a pond. And George's little brother is the last one we see going down on the sled. Actually, it's a shovel. And he falls into the water breaks through. The, and George goes and he saves his little brother. Uh, and this is the start of uh, our introduction to George. A year or two later, we see him. He works in a pharmacy. Um, and the pharmacist has just lost his his son. Something has, has taken his son from him. I do not believe it was the war. It couldn't have been the war. But, um, the pharmacist fills the, the capsules with poison instead of, of the medicine. And George realizes, George works at the pharmacy as a delivery boy, and he realizes what has happened, although the pharmacist has not. And so George goes out and he tries to figure out what to do. He talks to his father. His father doesn't have time to him for him because his father is dealing with Mr. Potter. A character we'll get into more here in a moment. okay. So he has got this prescription. He's supposed to go out and deliver, but he knows the problem with it, and he takes it back to the pharmacist. And the pharmacist is very upset because he hasn't delivered it. He doesn't know why he hasn't delivered, it, but he's very and he starts hitting George in the ears. And one of his ears, however, is um, defective because of him saving his brother. It got infected when when the lake water got in there. So he also has limited hearing in the one ear. The pharmacist is slapping him on the head. Crying, and he's drunk because he's been drinking, and then George finally tells him that you know he didn't deliver because he, the pharmacist, made this mistake, and there was poison. And then, of course, the pharmacist realizes what's happened, and he hugs his his uh, his uh, young boy George, um, realizing that he has he has saved him from going to to jail or for prison because ultimately that's what's going to happen. Um, what else happens here? My mind is fuzzy. Um, he took a cold capsule and became a pastor pastor, yes very (laughs) funny 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 Um, George is college age now and uh, he's supposed to to go off to college however his younger brother who is also supposed to go or who is supposed to work four years before he goes off to college save money oh that's back up. He has worked at the building and loan, his father's building and loan uh, for four years at least now. He's saved up a lot of money because he wants to travel the world before. He, is it becoming clear? He wants, to, he wants to travel and see the world before he goes to college. So for four years he's worked at his father and the father and loan or the building and loan and um, the time comes for him to take this trip. However, his father
1: dies.
0: (laughs) And the bank is willing to... How do I explain this? I haven't thought this through very well. Well, I did. I'm thinking very well. Um, His father dies and enters Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter is the richest man in town. He owns everything in the town, including the bank, except the building and loan. And he's working hard to get his claws on it. His father has a run-in with Mr. Potter (coughs) and um, ends up having a heart attack and dying. It's looking as if the whole building and loan is going to go away and Mr. Potter will win unless, the board of directors decides, George will stay and run the building and loan with his uncle. George decides he will stay and he gives his lot of money for his worldwide trip to his brother to go to college, understanding that his brother will come back after four years, take on the building and loan, and he will go off to college and then go off to travel. Okay? So, brother's at college. He's at home. He falls in love. Uh, And he marries... Who? Donna Reed. Donna Reed. <laughs> what was that? Uh, he marries Donna Reed. I can't remember her character name right now. Mary. Duh. Those four-letter words. Uh, he marries Mary. And they are getting ready to leave on their honeymoon. And that's where we're going to pick up. That is where we will watch the movie. You'll give me a moment. Okay. Full size. No, 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 no. I'm not seeing well today either. All right. Come on. All these scenes look vaguely familiar to you, don't they? However, finding it just perfectly is not going to be easy. Okay. There, whoops, should also probably plug this in so you can hear what's going on. And turn it on. <laughs> oh, I feel
1: like a bootlegger's wife,
0: look. Right. Mary. Well, I- Oh, that doesn't. No, no, no.
1: It's a chance of
0: a lifetime. All right, we'll start a minute early. Now you listen to me. They're falling in love, obviously.
2: I don't want any plastics. I don't want any ground floors. And I don't want to get married ever to anyone. You understand that? I want he to do wants what to I want to travel. And you're, and you're. Oh, Mary. George, George, George. America.
1: yourself, Miss
2: (laughs) B. If either you two see a stranger around here, it's me. Hey, look, there's somebody driving this cab. Bert, the cop sent this over. He said to float away to Happy Land on the bubbles. Oh, look at this, old Bert. By the way, uh, where are you two going on this here now, honeymoon? Where are we going? Look at this. There's the kitty, Ernie. Here, come on. Call her, Mary. Oh, I feel like a bootleggers wife. Look! You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna shoot the works. A whole week in New York, a whole week in Bermuda, the highest hotels, the oldest champagne, the richest caviar, the hottest music, and the prettiest wife. Wow, oh. oh, that does it. Then what? Then what, honey? After that, who
3: cares? Oh, no,
2: that does it. Come here, come here. Come here. <laughs> Don't look now, but there's something funny going on over there at the bank, George. I've never really seen one, but that's got all the earmarks of being a run. Hey, lady, you got any money in the bank? You'd better hurry. George, let's not stop. Let's go. A minute there. Uh oh.
1: Please, let's not stop, George. I'll
2: be back in a minute, Mary.
0: This is the building in Lowe, not the bank.
2: Wow! hello everybody, Miss Thompson. How are you? Holly, <coughs> well, what's the matter here? Can't you get in? <coughs> what is this, Uncle Billy? A holiday? Come on in, everybody, that's right. All right. Let's come on in. The soup's gone. Come Go on, give it. Gone. Now, look, why don't you all sit down? Here, yeah, there are a lot of seats over there. Just make yourself at home. Uh, George, can I see you in a minute? Why didn't you call him? I just did, but they said you left. This is a pickle, George. This is a pickle. All right, now what happened? How did it start? Well, how does a thing like this ever start? All I know is the bank called our loan. When? About an hour ago, I handled all, all our cash. All of it? Every cent of it, and still was less than we owe them. Holy mackerel. And then I got scared, George, and closed the doors. I, 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 I oh. the whole town's gone crazy. Yeah, hello, George, it's Potter. Hello. George, there is a rumor around town that you've closed your doors. Is that true? Oh, well, I'm very glad to hear that. George, are you all right? Do you need any police? Police? What for? Well, mobs get pretty ugly sometimes, you know. George, I am going all out to help in this crisis. I have just guaranteed the bank sufficient funds to meet their needs. They will close up for a week and then reopen. Just took over the bank. I may lose a fortune, but I am willing to guarantee your people, too. Just tell them to bring their shares over here, and I will pay 50 cents on the dollar. Boy, you never miss a trick, do you, Potter? Well, you're gonna miss this one. If you close your doors before 6 p.m., you will never reopen. George, was it a nice wedding? Gosh, I wanted to be there. Yeah. You can take this one off now. You go. Now, just remember that this thing isn't as black as it appeared. some news for you, folks. I was just talking to old man Potter, and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But, George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? Well, no, Charlie, I didn't even ask him. We don't need Potter over here. Then I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're... You're thinking of this place all wrong, as if I had the money back in a safe. I, the, the money's not here. Well, your money's in Joe's house. That's right next to yours, and in the Kennedy house, and Mrs. Maitland's house, and, and a hundred others. Uh, you're lending them the money to build, and then they're going to pay it back to you as best they can. Now, uh, what are you going to do, foreclose on them? I got $242 in here, and $242 isn't going to break anybody. Okay, Tom. All right. Here you are, you sign this, you get your money in 60 days. For 60 days? Well, now, that's what you agreed to when you bought your shares, Tom. Tom! Tom! Did you get your money? No. Well, I did. Old Man Putter will pay 50 cents on the dollar for every share you got. 50 cents
1: on the dollar? Yes,
2: cash. Well, what do you say? Now, Tom, you have to stick to your original agreement. Now, give us 60 days on this Okay, night. Randall. Are you going to Potter's? Better to get half than nothing. I I heard heard. I Tom. Heard. I heard. Tom. Right. Randall, now, Randall, wait. Uh, now, wait. Now, listen. Now, listen to me. I, I beg of you not to do this thing. If Potter gets a hold of this building and loan, there'll never be another decent house built in this town. He's already got charge of the bank, he's got the bus line, he got the department stores, and now he's after us. Why? Well, it's very simple, because we're cutting in on his business, that's why. And because he wants to keep you living in his slums and paying the kind of rent he decides. Joe, you had one of those Potter houses, didn't you? Well, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten what he charged you for that broken down shack? Here, Ed, you know, you remember last year when things weren't going so well and you couldn't make your payments? Well, you didn't lose your house, did you? You think Potter would have let you keep it? Can't you understand what's happening here? Don't you see what's happening? Potter isn't selling, Potter's buying. And why? Because we're panicky and he's not, that's why. He's picking up some bargain. Now, we, we can get through this thing, all right? We, we've got to stick together, though. We've got to have faith in each other. But my husband hasn't worked in over a year, and I need money. How am I going to live until the bank opens? I got Dr. Bills to pay. I need cash. I can't keep my kids' own faith. I've got to have... How much do you need? Hey! I got $2,000. Hey, here's $2,000. This will tide us over until the bank reopens. All right, Tom, how much do you need? $242. No, so, Tom, just enough to tide you over until the bank reopens. I'll take $242. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Two. There you are. That'll close my account. Your account's still here. That's a loan. Okay. All right, All right Ed. Well, I got $300 here, George. All right, now, Ed, well, what'll it take until the bank opens? What, what do you need? Well, well I, I suppose. $20? $20. Now you're talking. Right. Thanks, Ed. That's fine. All right. Now, Miss Thompson, how much do you want? But it's your own money, now, George. Don't mind about that. How much do you want oh, now? I can get along with $20, all right. $20, fine. And I'll sign there the paper. Is. You don't have to sign anything. I know you. You pay when you can. That's okay. All right, Miss Davis. That's well, right.
3: Could I have $17.50? Bless <laughs> <laughs>
2: your heart. Of course, you can have it. You got $50, we Seven. We're going to make it, George. 6, six they I'll never close us up today. Five. Four. Three. Two, one, bingo! <laughs> we made it, Cut the you since We made it. Look, look, we're still in business. We've still got two bucks left. Well, look, let's have some of that. Let's celebrate. Huh? Get, get some glasses, Telly. Well, a couple of financial wizards. Those rock the the fellas. Really look, get a tray for these two great, big, important simoleons here. We'll save them for seed. A yeah. toast. A toast. A toast to mama dollar and to papa dollar. And if you want to keep this old building alone in business, you better have a family real quick. <laughs> I wish they were rabbits. I wish they were Okay, let's put him in the safe and see what happens. (laughs) Folks, folks, wedding cigars. Oh, wedding? Holy mackerel, I'm Mary. Where's Mary? Mary! Mary, oh, poor Mary, look, I got a train ticket. and oh, the train's gone. Well, one of Ernie's still here with his taxi cab. George, there's a call for you. Look, will you get my wife on the phone? She's probably over at her mother's. Mrs. Bailey is on the phone. I don't want Mrs. Bailey, I want my wife. Mrs. Bailey, that's all, that's my wife. Here, I'll take it in here. Mary, hello. Listen, dear, I'm sorry. Huh? Come home. What home? 320 Sycamore, Well, what? Whose home's that? The Waldorf Hotel, huh? Hey, this is the company's posters, and the company won't like this. How would you like to get a ticket next week? You got any romance in you? Sure, I had
1: it, but I got rid of it.
2: Liver pills. Who wants to see liver pills on their honeymoon? We want us romantic places, beautiful places, places George wants to go. Hey, Bert! Here he comes! Come on, we gotta get this up. He's coming. Who? The groom, idiot. This is their honeymoon. Come on, get that ladder. What are they, ducks? Get that ladder. All right, all right. Hurry up, hurry
1: up, hurry up. Hurry up.
2: Hi, uh good evening, sir. Entree, monsieur. Entree.
4: to Bailey.
0: Famous um, scenes from the movie "The Run on the Bank." Um, there are so many themes that come out of this, especially for people of faith. Um, although you'll have noticed, there when I said this was pretty much a secular movie, it's pretty much a secular movie. Uh, God opens it. Um, and we sing a, uh, a Christmas carol to, through it, and, and God kind of ends it, which you'll have to find out in your own, because we won't get there with this. But um, for the most part, this is a secular movie that has helped define what Christmas is for us in our day. Um, as I would also suggest, um, Dickens' A Christmas Carol does a thoroughly whoa a thoroughly secular work um, having nothing to do with the Christian faith and the reason for the season as we would say Uh, yet having strong strong implications as to what and how we think of the faith um Just one instance in which um, we can talk about the the sheer strength of a culture to define something. Um, One of the themes that that I see in this is um, the theme of the difference between needs and wants. And our culture um, is pretty much driven by need, or by wants, not needs. I'm going to tell you something. It, 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 it's a little personal. My son would not be happy that, that I, I'm telling this, but um, it's one of those moments in, in your parenting that makes you wince. Um, we were invited as a family to, to um, go to Florida in January and preach at a... At a um, kind of a cloistered community called Ocean Reef. Ocean Reef is, it is just south of Miami. And I think most of you know this, that, that my, my, one of my sister-in-laws, Jeannie has five other sisters. One of her sisters married into a fabulously wealthy family in Canada, and they own several homes down in Ocean Reef. To own one home in Ocean Reef will cost you multiple millions of dollars. But they have a church in Ocean Reef. They do not have a pastor there. The people of Ocean Reef, most of these people have multiple homes. And what they do is they fill their pulpit by inviting people of the community to invite their pastors down to preach. They have somebody who gives pastoral care But in terms of of theology, in terms of um, accountability, there's nobody. Which I find fascinating, but we don't need to go there. The point is, we were invited by Jeannie's sister and um, brother in law to fill one of those weeks. So we agreed, be a fun time for the kids. And so, in one weekend in January, we're going as a family down to, down to Florida. Well, when we talked about this as a family, it was understood that, and this was in June or July, it was understood that this would be Christmas. Because this will cost a lot of money. A lot of money Dad doesn't have. So this is going to be Christmas. Well, now, Black Friday appears right after Dark Thursday. And uh, we're we're back from our family weekend with other family, and and we're in the we're in the car coming back, and Mom and Allie are sleeping, and Zach and I are talking, and Zach asks me a very telling question. He asks me, says, "How much should I expect under the tree Christmas morning?" How much should I expect under the tree? Well, most of you know me well enough that my heart just sank. I mean, it was just one of those moments where I just kind of... Uh. Uh, on the other hand, I remember being a child. Um, so we then talked about the fact that we're, we're going to adopt a child from compassion. That's really going to be the Christmas present this year and Florida. Needs versus wants. The one theme you see very clearly here is wants versus needs. And what is ultimately the sign of character for our figure? Um, what hits you when you think about that scene? And wants versus needs. My voice needs to rest. Yeah, the the one who needed two hundred and forty-two dollars versus the one who needed seventeen fifty. Yeah, or needed. Yeah.
1: I am reminded of the story of. Rich. I'm sorry. I'm reminded uh, of the story in in scriptures where uh, where, uh, Jesus was watching people put money in in the offering, Mm. and um, some people that were rich put in a lot,
0: but the widow. Uh, the widow's mite. Gave only what two two mites? Two two silver pieces.
1: So I what I'm relating to is the woman that when is asked for seventeen fifty.
0: Yeah. Pretty incredible. What else strikes you? Warbucks there in the Hang on. <laughs> Daddy Warbucks was a little <laughs> greedy. He was paying 50 cents on the dollar.
5: <laughs> well, our, very often our wants become our needs.
0: Oh, say that
5: again. Well, we play a game, and we inevitably translate our wants... Into our needs. Is it true? You know, I want a new car, I but need I a won't new car. get one till I need it. I need it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Strange. I need it right now. I'll tell you, I am guilty of that one, big time.
5: Where would the story have gone if she hadn't given up the honeymoon money?
0: Yeah, how would the story have been different had, had she not hopped up on the counter and...
3: And that all the needs were met with $2 left over.
0: Oh, there's a biblical story there, isn't there? Something about five thousand and twelve 12 left over. We'll let Jerry talk, and then... Um, then we have a reading. Who's got the Matthew? This is short.
5: Uh, what bugged me was that those, bugged were, those weren't dollar bills or $10 bills. They were much too big that she was waving.
0: <laughs> Jerry, that's what you noticed in all of this? No. That's, that's <laughs> okay. Who has the Matthew passage to read? One of you has a Matthew passage. I handed out passages. As a, ah, Would you? Pardon? Oh, and the mic, yes.
3: <laughs> Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It is not life, is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air; they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they?
0: No, the key line is the end line there seek first the kingdom of God. What might George's behavior or the decision making he's making very quickly tell us about leadership? What would it tell us about faith? There's a sacrificial nature to it. He knows who he is. He wanted to what? Ah, he wanted to live his father's legacy. I think that's interesting. I, I, that, one had never, that one had never crossed my mind. But there's something about living the, fa- the father's legacy here. Go ahead.
5: He emphasized people and relationships in
0: principle. Ah, people and relationships versus things or stuff. Well, they were caring about
1: each other. They became aware of how
0: they were interested. Yeah. Th- there's an interesting thing that begins to happen as they line up to take their money. It's, it's that move from what's mine to what do I need to what do I need as part of this larger community that has to stretch out $2,000. Yeah, Yeah,
5: you, you mentioned the sacrificial relationship. Once he gave his money, all of a sudden that changed the attitude of almost all of them except the first guy. It's, you're giving up
0: everything. Did you catch that? It's the sacrificial attitude. Once the, the, the was it the third, second lady who said, but George, it's your own money. And he just, you know, yeah, 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 let's move on. Um, what does that in fact then do? to everybody else. It certainly has an effect on what happens from there on. Yeah.
5: George put at risk all their money so he could save his bank. The only reason it came to pass was because his wife put up the
0: money. His wife Are from m- <laughs> Behind every great man
5: What did you do wrong this week?
0: <laughs> Mr. Potter. Don't forget it, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. She's she is not in the crucible at the moment, though. He you know, she's she's standing far off. She's the one that's got the time to think. She's the one that puts the plan into place. She also knows his heart. And she knows his heart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he reacts quite naturally The interesting thing about her is Back at the car She knows what's going on She sees the run on the bank She sees him turning towards Jerusalem, so to speak The bank and loan And what does she say at that point? Don't go Don't go go. George Don't go He goes. You're right, she knows his heart, and in the long run, the transition. Wow, you guys are insightful. Any other thoughts? Um, one of the other things that strikes me on this in this is that he doesn't say. He doesn't, like, remember when Billy, Uncle Billy calls him to the back room and, and they kind of have to make up their plan, which really they don't have much to plan on. He's just going to have to go back out there, but they're trying to figure it out. Mary does not say, time out. George, come here. We've got 2,000. Let's put 1,000 of our own into this and see what happens. She just holds up the whole great big wad of money, and and puts it all there. there, there isn't this worry or this fear. Um, there isn't this perceived notion of uh, of scarcity, which which our culture really lives on today. I mean, well, there's never going to be enough. There's never going to be enough. Um, who has the Second Corinthians reading? Would you? It's a long one. I'm sorry. No big words, though, are there? There are no big words, are there? Oh, yeah, I better give you the mic. I'll hold it, how's that? Okay. If you don't mind me breathing on you.
4: (laughs) I might. Now, brethren, we wish to make known to you the grace of God which has been given in the churches of Macedonia, that in a great ordeal of affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of their liberality. For I testify that according to their ability, and beyond their ability they gave of their own accord, beginning, <laughs> begging us with much entreaty for the favor of participation in the support of the saints. And this not as we had expected, but they first gave themselves to the Lord, and to us by the will of God. Consequently we urged Titus that as he had previously made a beginning, so he would also complete in you this gracious work as well. But just as you abound in everything, in faith and utterance, and knowledge and in all earnestness, and in the love we inspired in you, see that you abound in this gracious work also. I am not speaking this as a command, but as proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity of your love also. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich and i give you my opinion in this matter for this is to your advantage who were the first to begin a year ago not only to do this but also to desire to do it but now finish good doing it but now finish doing it also that just as there was the readiness to desire so there must be also the completion of it by your ability For if the readiness is present, it is acceptable according to what a man has, not according to what he does not have. For this is not for the ease of others and for your affliction, but by way of equality. At this present time, your abundance being a supply for their want, that their abundance also may become a supply for your want, that there may be equality. As it is written, He who gathered much did not have too much and he who gathered little had no lack
0: quite a reading and one thing i know about long readings is different people pick up different things in the reading what did you pick up in the reading what would you hear each
1: person got what he
0: needed not what he got. yeah in the kingdom in the kingdom each person gets what they need, bar none. What else did you hear? (coughs) Excuse me. Paul's making it clear here that it all begins with faith. That first one puts faith in Christ and then and only then is this possible. You know, in Hollywood it's possible because everything's possible in Hollywood. But Paul's making it clear to the, the people of Corinth that this is ultimately an act of the spirit. And that unless it is an act of the spirit, It's going to be less than it could be. It's going to be less than it should be. Um, It's it's an amazing thought if you think about it. That somehow or another, we we hold back. We hold back. There's an interesting program. My daughter was watching it. More disappointed dad stuff, you know. Um, Because my daughter is the latest to catch this. Um, and I don't even know what channel it was on but it was all about all the lottery winners and I think most of us realize that most of the lottery winners end up pretty unhappy and broke you wouldn't know it by this program because this program was about the, the lifestyles of the lottery winners and I sat and I watched it with her for a while and realizing that at this point in time, these people, I mean, think about the people who won the, the latest, what one is it? It's the, the mega lottery. Powerball. Uh, if one person had won it, they would have taken home about $320 million. Two people won it, so they're only going to take home like 150 Think of the power of that. Think of the power that they have just been handed... Um, th- think of the possibility. <coughs> what would it take? What does it take to use that power rightly? Because the program was all about trips to Vegas, um, limousines, and clothes. <laughs> Las Vegas, limousines, and clothes. I think most of us know deep inside that in order for this kind of generosity to happen, it really takes something above and beyond ourselves. We can't do it alone. Um, Any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. as a model for which they are taking a collection. No, that's not here. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. Build on that. Think of how those people felt on their way to the bank and loan. Panic. Pardon? Panic. Panic. And think of how they probably felt on their way home. Yeah. Did you catch that? The money. It, it wasn't a gift. There was a repayment that was expected. They retained their dignity in it, which I think is a very important point. Um, There is something in even the, the gift of grace we receive that allows us nevertheless to retain our dignity. Um, knowing that any grace we receive is a is a grace from God first and foremost, um, and how we then live that grace out in others or amongst others can be very telling. Does one live it out in humility um, or some other way, which we don 't need to get into, but yeah. Uh, no. Oh, no, that's not implied in the movie. Implied in the movie is that Georgia, George works. Um, I can see why you would think that. Didn't he say the, Didn't he say the, was the kitty, the kitty, their, their fund. Well, I've always assumed that. Am I wrong? I could be wrong. <laughs> the, the whole notion in the film, and you haven't seen the film. <laughs> Dan said it was probably wedding money. But the Im- implication in the film is that he always works, and he works hard, and now he's going to go have fun with, with what he's worked for. But, you know, the reality is, as I think about it, it could be the wedding money. No oh, okay. Yes, what? Hang the on. Woman, the woman
3: who needs 1750 to survive for the next 60 days or whatever was implied. Week. That yeah. for You think for, for a week?
0: Well, he was asking them how much they needed until the bank opened.
3: Oh, until was the bank a week. opened. Okay. But, but in that is. day and age, in that kind of a community, there'd be no way that $2,000 was given as a gift. Yeah. That's way over the
0: top. Yeah. Oh, hand it on to...
5: You know, would you mind if I go back to the your problem with uh, Zach? You know... I don't uh, think
0: so. No, what... He... he
5: you felt awful because... For a moment. For a moment, because he wasn't going to get any cri- gifts under the tree. Oh, there well, presents well, under you, the tree. You're just not old <laughs> enough yet, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling I, older well, and older. When I was that age, when my kids were that age, I would have I had to give them something too. But you have a great chance here to teach them what Christmas yeah. is really about. Joanne did, did well with that. Yeah. But, you know, I would have made sure there was something under the tree. Uh, but... You know, yeah. you, you get older, and you can have this good experience and take them without gifts to Florida.
0: Absolutely. And there will be little things under the tree. I mean, take it for what it was worth. Yeah, Randy.
5: I, I was thinking you didn't feel awful, but you sort of felt bad about Zach's response because you had already told him they were going to Florida. Yeah. And though he was now expecting something under the tree.
0: It was a twofold thing. I felt, first of all, that I had failed. That was a momentary thing. This is not, this, this has not warped me for life, don't worry. Um, but you know those, those momentary flashes, you know, I failed. He doesn't get it. Where did I go wrong? And the, the, the momentary flash, on the other hand, he's an idiot. He doesn't get it. He's greedy. He's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We, we have those moments. We're over them, but it was telling. You know, it'll make a great sermon illustration some year not this year. Not this year, but
3: some passage of time there. You know, instant gratification is too slow
0: for young people. When you told him about Yeah. Well, and not only that, if you think about it, he already possesses Florida. He's already been told it's it's his. So what do we do? We look for the next thing. And then we look for the next. This thing is going to drive me nuts. Look for the next thing. So we're, we're constantly looking for the next thing. Very human. Um, the other thing I, I drew up, you know, when the end is near, stick together. Um, that's what I began to see unfold as can I have 1750? Um, that's what I began to see unfold when Uncle Billy gave them every penny, which means they had nothing to hand out. That's what I see when Mary shows up with a lot of cash. When the going get tough, the tough get going, they do it together. Who's got the first Peter passage? Would you? Hang on. Thank you.
1: Finally, be ye all of one mind having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrariwise, blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil.
0: Okay, we just heard it in the original Aramaic. Is that the King James? Not quite. quite. (laughs) That was a joke, folks. I'm sick and I'm having fun. You guys can. Uh, <laughs> what was the first line? Be of one mind is, is the, the key thing there for me anyway. Um, and this is the, for me, when, when I'm watching this unfold, when I think of how hard this kind of thing can be, I don't know why I'm getting all this (laughs) this feedback. Maybe that'll do it. Stand away from you. Um, We already mentioned that that Mary knew his heart and vice versa. But I also think that there's something to be said here for the church or about the church that we need one another in order to live life in, in a righteous or a godly way, that you can't do it alone, that, that it takes the, the whole body of Christ to, to keep us as individuals accountable to the right way of being. And without it, um, you know, if Mary hadn't seen him go into the the, the uh, building and loan, and if George hadn't seen her flip the money, what happened wouldn't have happened. That really, it took the two of them. If if they hadn't seen the one man take his two hundred and forty-two dollars, and then watch the other or here, the other asked for 20, and then 1750. The whole thing would have been missed. Th- there is something about community and, and living together in the faith that I see being drawn out in the movie. That's the only point I saw there. Um, any thoughts on that? When, this, when the end is near, stick together. It's also interesting, it, real quickly, and then Jack. and. There's a fundamental difference between savings and loans
5: and banks, particularly in those times. And some of us here remember that we got our first loans from savings and loans because we knew the person who was there who took care of us. And it was the depositors to the savings and loan that George persuaded They're together in this.
0: Mm-hmm. so there is something in common. In a savings in those days. Interesting, okay. We have not talked about Mary very much.
1: Uh, we have not talked very much about Mary. This is a young couple that had only been married a very short time. Mm-hmm. And, they were thinking they were going to have this wonderful honeymoon. Mary was acting already as the wife. She was looking at the good of her husband. She was looking at the good of their town and very willing to give away the
0: honeymoon. Mm -hmm. So something about citizenship, (laughs) you know, whether it's in the kingdom of God, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the larger community, to see where where you are of, so to speak. Did you have your... somebody no, I was going to build on what was okay. saying. Oh, okay. Well, and
3: I'll build on what you're saying, because wasn't it wonderful then to see that she didn't give away the honeymoon?
0: She recreated it.
3: <laughs> and, and she actually made something that was just amazing and maybe even better than what they would have had.
0: Ah, that's what struck me, is that this was probably a honeymoon that would never be forgotten. The, the honeymoon in New York and the Bahamas would have been something they would have probably wanted to outdo sometime later in their life. Well, next we're going to Europe. Well, then we're going for a world, world tour. You know, how do you beat? By the way, what those of you may not remember, remember when they were courting and they passed that house on the way and they both made a wish and he made it, I don't even remember what his wish is, but I remember hers because you hear it later, and the wish was that this would become their home together. So, you know, they were going to go back and live with his mother, which is what you did. She had already taken it in, in, um, into her own way of being that this was going to be their home. And she starts off, bang, right at the beginning.
5: Who was selfish?
0: Pardon? Well, you see, the, the the one guy is the police chief, and the other's the taxi driver. They're the ones putting up the window things, and I don't remember who the doorman was. But obviously, it was a community thing. Obviously, the community was engaged in making this happen for them. Right, yeah. That,
5: that need uh, for community.
0: The need for community. That's right. The end is coming in 21 days. Ask any Mayan if you can find one. <laughs> Anything else? I'm just going to briefly, there were, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm, 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 I'm. That's all right. No, no. You know,
2: sometimes we look for.
0: Uh, oh, it's not on. Hit the bottom.
2: You sometimes, uh, you know, I believe we look for, you know, who the solution here was uh, significant. You know, um, and who gets credit for the solution? And was it Mary or was, was it George? George or, and, you know, I mentioned that Mary knew his heart and therefore she thought if our hearts are truly in the right place, God knows our hearts. And I'm often the George. I feel like my heart's in the right place, but I can't come up with a solution. Uh, but God, if our hearts are in the right place, I believe God puts that solution there for us Yeah. just as Mary raised the money. Uh, and if God knows that we are working for the right and for the good, the solution will be provided by God, and uh, whether it's Mary waving the money or whatever, and, and thank God for that.
0: <laughs> Very true. real quickly, we, we need to move on, and we're not even going to um, just two other themes that, that I came up with: love seen in our actions, not just our feelings. In other words, it was one thing for, for him to stand there in front of the people at the door. Um, Saying, oh, it's locked. Well, I feel for it. I feel your pain. But to move beyond that. Um, and then, if you noticed the sign under his father's portrait in the bank and loan, you couldn't see it, but there was a cross stitch or whatever you call it. And what was written in there was All that you can take with you is that which you've given away. Um, just another thing. Too much to cover today, one day. Um, next week, we'll see another scene. And the week after that, we'll look at a third scene. And the week after that, we'll watch a fourth scene. Um, and we will run out of time to discuss every week because it is chock full of, of wonderful uh, secular stuff that takes us to the holy. All right, let's close in prayer, and I got to run. <laughs> Gracious God, uh, bless us now as we enter into worship. Bless us now, those who have worshiped and now head home. Bless us to do your will and your work in the community, in our family life, uh, in our interior work of faithfulness and spiritual life. Guide and guard us in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you all.